Hi everyone, this is Pastor Prince. Thank you for joining us for teaching service. We pray you'll be blessed. Amen. Let's, let's share a word of prayer. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for what you're about to teach us. We pray that your presence will illuminate our understanding into your word in Jesus' name. Amen. The types of profitable church members. The types of profitable church members. Colossians chapter 4 verse 17. And it reads, And said to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Ministry means service. Ministry means work. So the work of the ministry is committed into the hands of anyone that comes into the Lord. That means the day you became born again, you were commissioned into the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't need to be a pastor to be in ministry. In fact, pastors don't do ministry. They empower the church members to do the ministry. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10 downwards. He that descended is the same also that, that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and some teachers. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So the pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, and, 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 and the apostles, they empower, we are supposed to empower you to go and do the ministry. The work of the ministry is for both the pastor and the church members. You cannot leave the work on the pastor alone. The work of the ministry is on the shoulders of the pastor and the church members. God saved all of us so that we can serve him. The purpose of our salvation is that we will be saved and then we will become servants of God. The purpose for which we have been saved is that we gave our lives to Jesus in the sense that we became his sons and daughters and at the same time, we come into the place of service. Ephesians, uh, Exodus chapter 3 verse 12. The Bible said, and he said, certainly I will be with thee and this shall be a token unto thee that I have brought thee, I, I, I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. The purpose of your exit from Egypt is that I'm bringing you to a mountain and on that mountain you must serve me. Exodus 4.23 
Exodus 4.23. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. So the purpose of our salvation is that we will serve the Lord. Let's see another scripture. Exodus chapter 8 verse 1. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, Go unto Pharaoh and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. I want to ask you, are you serving the Lord? Are you a servant of God? As a child of God, are you a servant of God? As a son of God, are you a servant of God? The purpose of your salvation is that you will be saved from the kingdom of darkness and you will become a servant of God. Exodus chapter 8 verse 20. The last verse to buttress that point. He said, and the Lord said unto Moses, rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to the water and said unto him, say it again to him. Let him hear what I want and let him hear my purpose for coming to deliver my people. He said, that saith the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. What engages God with man is the platform of service or the engagement of service. That is the only frequency you can connect to God. God never relates to a man until it is about service. So if you are praying for prosperity, God is going to give you prosperity because he is hoping and believing that after he gives you the money, you will render the money back to him for his service. The number one project on the heart of God and the heart of Jesus is the salvation of all men. That is the project of the Holy Ghost. That is the project of Jesus. And that is the project of God the Father. It is the number one project. He cannot do this effectively without you and I. The kingdom of God cannot advance effectively if believers like you and I sit back to watch, sit back to observe, Sit back to allow a few people take hold of the kingdom of God or the ministry. Few men cannot do the work. Say, behold, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. May you today choose to become a servant of God. May you today decide to become a profitable church member to your church in the name of Jesus. The agency responsible for handling cocoa and coffee and things in Ghana is Ghana Cocoa Board. The agency responsible for the production and, and distribution of power in Ghana is ECG. 
the agency responsible for enacting laws and implementing them in Ghana is the parliament. The agency responsible for the salvation of men on earth is the church. It's the church. It's not a school. It's not a government. It's the church. Matthew 16, 18. And I, I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. The total personal commitment of Jesus Christ on earth is to build his church. And therefore we must also synchronize our heart into the heartbeat of God. As a believer, your total, your total being must be consumed with the business of Jesus. Your total being must be interested in what Jesus is interested in. God is building you as an individual and God is also building us as a church. And your individual blessing is connected to the blessing of the church. Every blessing God sends your way is because of the church. God will not bless you for your own selfish lust. But anytime God opens a door, he remembers his church, he remembers divine assignment, divine purposes, and therefore he empowers you with that blessing so that his church will be blessed. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. 1 Corinthians 3 9. For we are laborers together. Paul was speaking to them. For we are laborers together with God. And ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. So whilst you are a laborer, you are still the building of the Lord. So God is interested in what you do. God is interested in how you live your life. And God is interested in how profitable you are to the church. Ephesians 2.21. I pray that you become a profitable church member. I thought you say amen. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Yeah. You are part of God's building. You are part of God's building. Maybe you are the window. You are the ceiling fan. You are the light. You are the air condition. You are part of God's building. You are part of God's divine agenda. I pray that you will take your full position in this agenda in the name of Jesus. The question now is, what service are you rendering to God and his church? I know you are working for Ecobank, UA, UBA, UMB, Talo Oil. How is that translating into the total agenda of the kingdom 
in recruiting people and saving people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Until it is connected to that, it doesn't profit the kingdom of God. Are you catalyzing the work of the church? Are you catalyzing the work of your pastor? Or you are making the work difficult for your pastor? Today, we are going to look at the types of profitable church members that when pastors goes on, go on their knees and they are praying, they are praying that every church member will become one of this type. And I'm praying for you that as you are listening to this teaching, may you decide and may you choose and may you pray to the Holy Spirit that he will help you, influence you, that you will come out as one of these in the name of Jesus. The first type of profitable church members that pastors desire is members who labor in prayer. Members who labor in prayer. Members who labor in prayer. Colossians 4.12. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ saluted you always laboring fervently for you in prayers that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Prayers. Members who love prayer. Members who labor in prayer. They don't, they don't just say prayer. They labor in prayer. Pastors need people who can stand fervently, effectively, passionately in prayer for the church and for their ministry. They don't need past, they, they don't need members who complain and do nothing. But members who dedicate themselves. I'm not talking about intercessors in the church. I'm talking about members who make themselves laborers in prayer for the church. We need more epaphrases in the church. We need members who will stay in prayer. You see something about your church. You don't go and broadcast it, but you take it up in prayer. People are not coming to church. You take it up in prayer. You see a sister in the church, he has, she has not married, maybe she's past the age. Instead of gossiping, take it up in prayer. You see a couple without a child, instead of gathering and forming some cliques and be gossiping about them, you have to learn how to pray for them. Instead of saying, our church is not powerful, our church is not powerful, become like an epiphras. And labor in prayer until the Holy Spirit touches these individuals and bring glory to himself. A praying church is a powerful church. A praying church is a growing church. A praying church is an advancing church. 
Become an Epaphras to the church. Become another Epaphras to the church. You may be a, a lady, but for today, you are called Epaphras. Hallelujah. The life of prayer can be your service to God, to his church. The life of prayer. Taking up the matters of the church as though it is your own personal issue and lifting up prayer to the Lord. May that anointing come upon you. May that desire come upon you. May you be known to your pastor as the epaphras of your church in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The second group of profitable church members are members who have great zeal for the work of the ministry. Members who have great zeal for the work of the ministry. Colossians 4.13 For I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you. And them that are in Laodicea and them that are in Herapolis. Talking about Epaphras. Every pastor needs people who are zealous towards the work of God. Maybe that's why your pastor preaches like that. Because he wants to turn you into a zealous child of God. His message is targeted at turning a cold church member into a zealous child of God. Because without zeal, you cannot do the work of God. Without zeal, you will not, you will not opt and volunteer to serve the Lord. To be zealous means to have a great energy and enthusiasm, enthusiasm to pursue a tax. Great energy. Great enthusiasm to pursue and to undertake a tax. Every church needs members with that kind of zeal. People who have taken departmental services, departmental meetings, so passionately, zealously, enthusiastic about the work of God. The way we are enthusiastic about our business. The way you go to work and you are looking out for customers. The way you are so passionate to serve a customer and a client so that he goes and comes back again. God needs you to have that posture in the church. If you are an usher, you need to be zealous. If you are a bench warmer, you need to allow zeal to push you from being a bench warmer to become a servant of the Lord, to join force to do the work of the ministry. I need you to become passionate about what God wants to do in the church. We are to win the loss at all costs. And it will take great zeal in our time. Our time is more complex than any other time. And this is the time to make ourselves available to serve the Lord. This is our time. Not when we are old. Not when you are sick. 
And that is when you are saying, God, if you can heal me, when I come back, I will save you. This is the time when you are strong. That you avail yourself. Now when you cannot move and you go to God, God, if you can take this thing off for me, I will save you. When you are strong, this is the time to surrender yourself. And be passionate about the work of God. Zeal will make you a dedicated and devoted member to the church of Christ. When there is no zeal, obstacles stop men. But when there is zeal, obstacles motivate men. And I pray in the name of Jesus that in you will I see a zealous church member who is committed to the work of the ministry. No matter the challenge, no matter the obstacle, no matter the tribulation that comes to you in that department or whatsoever, you will see it as a motivation because Jesus had to face persecution. Execution. Jesus had to face liars. Jesus had to face false accusation just because he's committed to the work of God. He saw us and could not give up. May passion eat you up. May zeal eat you up. May dedication eat you up. May devotion eat you up in the mighty name of Jesus. It takes zeal to do the work of God. It took zeal for King Jehu to destroy the worshippers of Baal. Yeah. Second Kings chapter 10 verse 16. And he said, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Oh, we need such testimonies. Ah, we are tired of the other testimonies. The Lord has given me a car. The Lord has given me a house. The Lord has given me a wife. The Lord has given me a land. We want that testimony from you that come and see my zeal for the Lord. May that be your testimony. May the next testimony you will share, may it be the Lord. Come, come, come and see my zeal for the Lord. May you do something something for the Lord, that when people see it, their zeal for the Lord will also be activated. Come and give the Lord a clap offering. Come and see my zeal for the Lord. So they made him ride in his chariot. Verse 19. Now therefore call unto me all the prophets of Baal and his servants and all his priests, let none be wanting, for I have a great sacrifice to do to Baal. Whatsoever shall be wanting, he shall not leave. But Jehu did it in subtlety to the intent that he might destroy the worshippers of Baal. Give me verse 28. Come and see my zeal for the Lord. Thus Jehu destroyed Baal. Out of Israel. Can you be a King Jehu to this church? Can you be a King Jehu to your church? That when you sleep and you dream and you see a snake walking in the church, you will not call your pastor. Say, Pastor, I had a dream. You see, I saw a very long snake. It was passing behind the altar and wrapped himself on the pulpit. You must be a King Jehu. When you wake up, I deploy the sword of Jehu and you destroy it before you, you don't even have to tell your pastor. When you enter your church and you smell an attack, you must be a King Jehu. You must be zealous else you cannot achieve anything. You must be zealous. 
Else you cannot join any department. Because you're going to be in the department with other human beings who have faults, who have errors, who have many deficiencies, and they're going to step on your toe. Then you come to church. They have to call you before. And sometimes they have to come and chauffeur you. Then when you're entering the church, you're walking like you're in a palanquin. Uh, if they do again, I won't come again. You don't have zeal. You don't have zeal. You don't have zeal. Only few people think about the church after Sunday. The church that Jesus said is building. May you as a Christian rise up and join business with Jesus. Most people don't care about how churches are around. They don't even know how churches are around. But we are all children of God. Great churches didn't just emerge. Great churches didn't just emerge. There are great churches that move from classroom to big auditoriums. There are great churches that started under trees and moved into villages to win souls. It takes zeal. It took zeal for us to get to where we are as a church. From under the mango tree to a nursery classroom, to a waterlogged land, develop it. It just takes zeal to be able to be in a classroom with A for apple, B for boy, C for cat. If you don't have zeal, you can easily be discouraged. And every church, every pastor is praying that their members will be people who will have zeal for the work of the ministry. Zealous church members will pay ECG bills. Zealous church members for the work of the ministry, they'll pay water bill. Zealous church members will be doing things without being asked to do. Because their heart is burning for the work of God to go on. May you be such a member to your pastor. In the name of Jesus. It took zealous people who followed a vision to make churches great. Think about all the great ministries. Our own general overseer. It took zeal and passion No church can go far without members. No church can go far with members who are not zealous about the work of the ministry. And all they are thinking about is what they can have for themselves on earth. May you burn with everlasting passions. May you burn with everlasting zeal. In the name of Jesus, this church needs your zeal into the work of the ministry. Do not waste your energy on women, on drugs and alcohol. Do not waste your zeal, your energy, your resources on women, drugs, alcohol, worldly pleasures. Bring your zeal and your passion to the work of the Lord. Bring it in. Find something to do. Come direct cars. Come do media. Come do technical. Come do camera. Come drum. Come and play the organ. Come and usher. Join the intercessors. Join outreach. Join the ghetto ministry. 
Don't be known for being a womanizer. Release your zeal into the service of God. Number three types of profitable church members. Members who walk in faith. Members who walk in faith. Members who walk in faith. First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Members who walk in faith. Members who walk in faith. Remembering without season your work of faith. Yeah. Your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Your work of faith. What type of work are you generating in your church as a church member? Are they faithless work? Are they works of fear? Works of disunity? But every pastor is praying that each member will become a member full of faith. Faith. Full members. Build a great ministry for the Lord. When a pastor has members who walk by faith, the burden of the ministry is made light on their shoulders. Members who walk by faith, they pay their tithe. Members who walk by faith, when they are raising seeds for a project, they make the work easy. Members who walk by faith, they will come to church, there will be five people on a Sunday, and they will still come the next day. Members who walk by faith will not look at the decoration in the church, but they will look at their faith in the ministry that God has committed them to. Members who walk by faith will stand with the ministry whether rain or shine. Faith produces works and faith brings blessings. So members who walk by faith, they command blessings into the church. And who doesn't want to go to a church that is full of blessings? The more you become a man and a woman of faith as a church member, the more the blessings of God fill the church. Because without faith, you cannot see the hand of God move. It means when we are walking in faith, we activate the hand of God, we provoke God's hands. That means that we walk in miracles, testimonies, breakthroughs, and the church will be flowing with the power of God because it is made up of men and women of faith. God rewards faith. Hebrews 11 says, Look at what the Bible said. A very popular scripture. It said, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith is the rewarder. You don't want church members who put pastors under pressure to prophesy by heart. So that the pastor will say what God has not said. If you are not married, it's not the work of, it's not the fault of the pastor. If you, are, you go and apply for embassy and they bounce, it's not the work of the pastor. So if you've gone, they bounce you seven times. So every time you come to church, you're looking in the pastor's face. If the pastor doesn't prophesy to you, he has, no, 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 no. We don't want members like that. 
Faith pleases God. When God is pleased, we are looking for members who say, even though God has not done this for me, I'm not moved. It's God I love, not the house. It's God I love, not the marriage. It's God I love, not the child. It's God I love, not that miracle. May you love God and not miracles. May you, not, may you love God and not breakthroughs. May you love God and not marriage. May you love God and not for childbirth. May you love God and not money. Yeah. Love God. This church will only be filled with the rewards of God when you and I walk in faith. Walk in faith. Church has reopened. What are you sitting in the house doing? You are afraid that coronavirus is in the church waiting to embrace you. No. In Zion, we, we have innumerable company of angels in Zion. We have innumerable company of angels. God will protect his own in the name of Jesus. When blessings fill the church, it attracts people to the church. Faith is the only reason Ruth followed Naomi to Israel. Faith is the only reason Ruth followed Naomi to Israel. Faith is the only reason that disciples followed Jesus. Mark chapter 10 verse 28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and we have followed thee. Faith. It only takes faith to follow another man who is preaching. It only takes faith. A member full of faith in God, in the pastor, and in the ministry will never stop giving money to push the work of the Lord. Your faith in God. He said, you believe in me, good, but believe also in my servants, the prophet. So your faith is not only to God. If you have faith in God and you don't have faith in his servant, you cannot help the church to progress. You cannot love the content and not love the bottle. The content is as important as the container. You must have faith in God. You must have faith in your pastor. And you must have faith in the ministry. Your faith in your pastor is because you have faith in God and you believe that God has given you a shepherd to lead you in green pastures and beside still waters. And that is when you will see that your life begins to flourish by the grace of God and by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. A member full of faith 
in the ministry of the pastor will be a loyal son and a loyal daughter to the pastor, to the church, and to the Lord Jesus Christ. The pastor is not to control you. The pastor is supposed to lead you. But in a sense, at a point, he must control you. Because when you see a shepherd in front of my house, a shepherd always comes to pass around 4 o'clock. And when I'm home and I hear the sheep bleating coming, I just come out. Because I'm a pastor, I love studying about sheep, shepherd, whatever. So I'll come out and I'll watch. And every day when I watch, some of the sheep go astray. Some of them lack behind. Some of them fall into gutters. And you see, there are some positions that when the sheep falls on his back, the center of gravity, he finds it difficult to get up. The shepherd must have to go and help him. And sometimes I see the shepherd using the rod to hit them hard to control them so that they don't enter into people's houses or they don't enter into the road. God knows why he gave you a shepherd. But you must have faith in God and have faith in the pastor. The disciples had faith in Jesus. That is the kind of church members every pastor is praying that their members will turn out to be. That is why we preach messages in that direction to you. And I pray that your heart will be open to be blessed with them. The fourth type of profitable church members is members who are patient with their pastors and the church. Members who are patient with the pastor, with the church members, and with the church. First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope. No, not, not James 1.1. 1, 1. You've moved into 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith. Keep me there. And labor of love. And patience of hope. Yes, you must be a member who have patience of hope. Your hope that the ministry will grow. Your hope that your pastor will keep developing. Your hope that whatever is on your heart, God will use your church to reach out to you. You must be a member who has patience with people. Sometimes our members are not patient. They go for a program. They see something in the church. They come to their own church and they begin to look down on the church. Look down on the members and look down on their pastor. But they don't know that it took some people to make that pastor the way they went to meet him. You must not be a member that puts pressure on your pastor. 
Put pressure. Put pressure on the church. Put pressure on everybody. Your patience of hope in Christ Jesus will make you to be patient with your pastor and with your church and with your church fellows. There are some people when they come to church and maybe the sound is not nice. Instead of them concentrating on the word of God, and the sound of this church is not nice at all. Is this sound that you eat? We don't eat sound, we eat the word. We don't eat sound, we eat the word. If the sound is good, we bless God. But it is the word we eat. Yeah. We live by the word of God. They come to church and ushers have not cleaned their chair well. And they don't clean their chairs well. So I won't come to church again. Is it chairs you eat? You are not patient. You are not patient. You come to church, the church, the choir doesn't sing well. What kind of, what, what kind of choir is this? What kind of choir is this? Please. As a church member in any church, you must be patient in hope. The same way your children go to school. They don't pass their exams. But you never give up on them. You even brag to your relatives the marks your children have not got. You tell them that Charlie, this year, dear Charlie, we see topic class, no, why would himself already? You must learn to be patient. You go and listen to a song. The organist is playing the organ, not then the one kid just goes, What kind of church is this? What kind of choir is this? They are not patient. Tell yourself, I'll be patient with God. I'll be patient with my pastor. I'll be patient with my church. We need you to be patient with us. Every growing pastor needs patient church members. This is not how I used to preach in my first year of ministry. It's far better. Nine years from today, it will be far better. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. The same way you are growing as a Christian, the same way your pastor is also growing. So if you are not a patient church member, you will just leave the church and go to another church and go to another church because every church you go, you will meet human beings with great limitations and weakness. And some of them will be intertwined with stories. So be patient. That's why anybody that is sick that goes to the hospital is called what? A patient. You have to be patient to go through whatever you need to go through to get your health back to you. Why is it that I am patient with you and you are not patient with me? Many pastors are patient with their church members. I'll end with this point. Maybe next week we'll continue with 
the fit type of church members that are profitable to the church. Many pastors are patient with their members. Very patient. Some members go and pregnant women. And their pastors who rebuke them, support them, encourage them, go follow them, go and do all the necessary rights and all that. Convert them. Lift up their spirit again. Pastors throw themselves into marital battles. Quietly behind everybody. And solves them, their problems. But members are not patient with their pastors. We criticize. We malign. No. We must not join the well to destroy the gifts that God gave to the church. Pastors are not perfect. But without a pastor, there cannot be a church. Yeah. Without a shepherd, there cannot be a flock of sheep. Why should the pastor care for you and you don't care about the pastor? I'm praying for you that you will be a profitable church member to your church and your pastor. That not only did you add to the number, but you came to add to what God is doing. Not just to sit at the fringe and be criticizing and saying what you don't understand. Why should the church care for you and you don't care about the church? It's not fair. It doesn't work like that. If you are impatient, you can never build anything in life. You can never build anything in life if you are impatient. One of the things I've learned so far is that there is nothing that you can achieve when you are impatient. Because any great thing worth celebrating is birth with faith and patience. With faith and patience. A great church is a church that was built with faith and patience. You can't force the church to grow. You can't force a human being to grow overnight. From 10 years to 25 years the next day, no. It doesn't, that, means the church, that means the person is sick. We need cancer. You know, cancer can let somebody abnormal multiplication of cells is cancer. So you can't force you can't force a seven-year-old girl to menstruate. No. It's not possible. So if you are not patient most of the great churches you see started in classrooms, people's halls, people's compounds. Move here, move there. They chase them, landlord insults the pastor. This they fought, they stole their things, blah, 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 blah. They went through everything. Some were bombed in their offices. 
Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Because of impatience, most of the Israelites could not enter the promised land. By the time they ended the journey in the wilderness, over half of them were dead. Impatience. Be patient. As for the promised land, it's assured. Our patience. Our patience. You can see a young son of a carpenter walking around. 30 years. If you are not patient with him, you will miss out on a great ministry. If you are impatient, you can never be part of anything great. Churches must be great because churches are the agency of Christ for the winning of souls. The disciples followed Christ because they were patient with him. They were patient with him. They didn't understand most of the things that Jesus was saying. They didn't understand why Jesus would be in Capernaum when the crowds are gathering and church is booming and people are saying, come and see, come and see miracles. Jesus would say, hey, let's move to Galilee. They didn't understand, but they went. They went. They followed him. They believed in him. That he was sent by God. They followed him. They didn't understand most of his parables. But they were patient. And later, each of the parables, later they had understanding to them. There are times Jesus will look at Peter. Before the cock crows three times today, you will deny me. Peter didn't understand. Later he found the truth. Your faithfulness to the church of Christ will be tested and contested. Your faithfulness to the church of Christ will be tested and contested. James chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. Sure is the last scripture under this. James, a servant of God, and of the Lord Jesus Christ too, the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Your faithfulness to your local church will be tested and contested. Write it down. Your faithfulness, your loyalty, your commitment, your devotion, to your local church will be tested and contested. Knowing that this, that your, the trying of your faith will work patience. But let patience have her perfect work in you. That ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. If you can be patient with your church. If you can be patient with your pastor, if you can be patient with the Lord Jesus Christ, he will bring 
out of you glories you have never thought of. He will bring out of you laughter, breakthroughs. He will prepare you. You will become a perfect being. He will work out everything according to his timing. There is a time attached to your breakthrough. There is a time attached to your testimonies. There is a time attached to your destiny and your glories. If you can be patient with the Lord, if you can be patient with the systems God has put in place to ensure that you will get to that expected end, the Lord will be faithful. He has always been faithful. In fact, it is a lawyer and a faithful saying to say in Israel that God is faithful. He's faithful. Verse 5. If any man or any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. It is wisdom to be patient as a church member. It is wisdom. It is wisdom. That is how James put it at the end. It is wisdom. It is wisdom to be patient with your pastor. It is wisdom. To be patient with God, it is wisdom. It is wisdom. When Abraham was not patient, in a sense, and he got involved with Hagar, he brought out Ishmael and looked at the contention he saw and we are seeing. It is wisdom to be patient with God, with your pastor, with the church that you belong to. They have opened churches. You must return back to church. The church is the agency God is most interested in. I want you to close your eyes and begin to pray. I want you to pray that God make me a profitable church member. Make me a profitable church member. Pray in the next three minutes. Lift your voice and pray to God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. The Lord, you will make us profitable church members. You will make us members who labor in prayer. You will make us members who have great zeal for your work. You will make us members who walk by faith. You will make us members who are patient with what you are doing and where you are taking us. In the mighty name of Jesus. You want to pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, he will, you, you will be patient. You will be patient with what he's doing in the name of Jesus. Though you may not understand everything. Oh God. Jesus will tell them, go and pick that fish. When they pick the fish, open the mouth. There will be gold inside. You want to pray that God help me to be patient. Kaya Baba, help me to be a man and a woman of faith in church in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, be 
needed Peter to come and he began to walk on the water. You want to pray that God help me to have faith. 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 Help me to put my faith in you, Lord. Help me to have faith in the leadership of my pastor. Help me to have faith in the vision of the ministry. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I pray for a fresh zeal for your work. As a church member, in the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray that God, God will stir in you a zeal for the work of God. And King Jehu said, come and see my zeal for the Lord. Come and see my zeal. You want to pray? Antolo Kotapalapa, Atele Kapalapa, Entalabacola Bataya, Akeleme Kanabata, Entolomo Katalabahaya, E Kapala Malababa, for the zeal of the Lord of the house of the Lord has consumed me. That is what the word of, the, of Jesus said. You want to pray that the zeal of the Lord will consume you in the name of Jesus. Kataya, Arakatea, Ekopala Kata, Entalababa, Katala Lababa, Ekolabalabalabala, Antea, Ekelele, Mahana Laha, Entalana Hatea, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. We thank you for a great time of instructions through your word. We pray that, Lord, the grace, the grace, to discipline ourselves and to allow the word of God to make us into profitable church members will come upon us. I pray for everyone watching that Lord you make out of us profitable church members. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a clap offering for such a powerful time of teaching. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Pastor Prince Nyako. Um, you can give an offering. You can worship God with an offering this evening. The offering basket is displayed on the screen. God bless you as you give towards the work of God. We are glad you join us. Join us on Friday for Miracle Hour at 7 p.m. And Sunday, the in-person services are resumed. First service, 7 to 8 a.m. Second service, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. Third service, revival fire service. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. God bless you. See you same time, 7 p.m. on Friday for Miracle Hour. God richly bless you.